Welcome to Just Sayin', a podcast produced by and recorded at Tri-State Worship Center. Now your host, Pastor Terry Wagner. Hey, welcome to another Just Sayin' podcast. I'm Pastor Terry, pastor at Tri-State Worship Center. I have with me in the studio today, uh, Holly Schneider. Hello. Say it again. Hello. Very, very nice. It's almost like that. What's that guy's name? Hello. Mrs. Doubtfire? No. Hello. No. Uh, um, Lemony Snicket. Yeah, Snicket. Oh, okay. Come yeah, on, that's man. Where my head was. Where have you been? Hello. Hello. <laughs> have with me today in the studio, Holly Schneider. <laughs> Holly <Hello>. Schnickets. <laughs> hey. I wish I'd have come up with that. And the sound magician, Tyler Staten. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire. It does. It doesn't sound like Lemony Snicket. Hello. How are you doing, Tyler? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing great. We are in a new room. Yeah. Uh, not surrounded by... Not surrounded by all the food. All the food that we're not going to mention anymore because right. you didn't send us any money. No money, no merch. <laughs> we didn't get it. We, we, we've decided to set up a room at the church as our podcast room, and, and this is the first time we're using it. Studio. A, a we're studio. Gonna, we're gonna Let's it call it studio. studio. We're going to get one of those lights outside <laughs> yes. that says live and... Yep. Uh, on air. On air. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And uh, so uh, we're excited about uh, continuing the the podcast, working towards just uh, looking at life through the lens of Scripture, which is what this podcast really has been all about. If you haven't been uh, listening to the podcast... Where you been? Where you been? <laughs> where you Wanted to throw that in there. Uh, I would encourage you to go back and listen to previous podcasts. The one that we uh, just released last week... Really powerful. Ryan Byers, pastor at the South Point Churches in Nazarene, just shared his testimony, and it was just awesome. And I would encourage you to go listen to that. Uh, but if you listen to any of them, we encourage you to like it, rate it, and review it, and share it. Share it. Share it. <laughs> share it. We're more. Uh, we have more favorable reviews than Stephen Furtick. Yeah. And if you know him, you can let him know I said that because <laughs> I ain't afraid of him. I ain't afraid of him. So, uh, but what we've been doing in season six is we've been looking at ministry, just different ministries through the lens of scripture. And we have with us in the studio today, uh, D. Russell. I, I, I had to practice saying that because I want to call her D. Kosh because that was her maiden name. And that's how I got to know D. And, and sometimes even with my own daughter, I'll still call her Holly Wagner. It's just burned in there. It's just in there. But uh, D. Russell's with us. And D. is over a couple different ministries here at Tri-State Worship Center. And uh, uh, we'll talk about that in just a minute. But D., uh, welcome to the Just Sam podcast. Glad you're here. Want you to take a few minutes and just tell us who you are. Tell us where you came from, why you're here, what you did to get here, all that neat stuff. Uh, we're going to take a nap. You you take over. Tell us your story. Yes. I'll listen while they nap. <laughs> I'm not sure you guys have enough time. <laughs> uh, but my name is Demetria Russell, uh, maiden name Kosh. Most people call me D Russell. It's just easier to uh, remember and pronounce. Um, I'm actually originally from Philadelphia. I've been here about 20 plus years. West Philadelphia? Never. No. Born okay. and raised at the playground <laughs> where I spent most of my days. <laughs> now I'm actually from Germantown, Philadelphia, oh. which is kind of a suburb, but still Philadelphia. Um, and I came to South Point in 2004. And I went to the South Point Park outreach that the church was having. And play some basketball mm-hmm. with Josh Wagner. Mm-hmm. J-Dub! Yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out. <laughs> and then the rest is history. These guys couldn't get rid of me. I was hanging out like 
your little sister just always there hanging out. But no, I just, uh, well, actually, let me tell on mom here for a minute. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> do, yeah, tell that. Yeah. <laughs> Put mom on blast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so coming from Philadelphia, of course, everybody's, you know, on the beat about their business. And, you know, you're always on the go. And so mom came up to me and she was just all in my face. I just it now was, you, you need to stop long <laughs> enough to tell them who mom is because <laughs> backtrack. Right. Yes. Yeah. Vicky Wagner there. there shout out, shout out. <laughs> but you know, just all in my face and it was just kinda awkward because I'm looking at this lady like, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> Pretty much. It was just you a bit come much. Eat our house? <laughs> It was a bit much, but I didn't let it scare me, even though I was a little taken aback for a second. Um, but, yeah, then it, the rest of it was history pretty much. But it was awkward at first because, again, in Philly, you just on your beat about your business. Mm -hmm. And she was extra friendly, <laughs> just extra, extra. No, well, and, and not Vicky. I don't want you to lose your place, but when, when we moved down here from Indianapolis, that's really what we discovered was that – you know, people down here, they I could stand in the grocery line and the person in front of me like, you know, I had gallbladder surgery and, and this happened and I like Take I don't you know who you are. What, what are you doing? And do you want to come over for right. dinner? Yeah. yeah, uh and the doctor put it in a glass jar for me. If you'd like to come and see it, come on over. And it's just crazy, but but I think it kind of grew on us. Yeah. And so, you know, Vicky is just that person. She's going to be the person that's going to make you feel at home, feel welcome. But yet, if you don't come from that DNA, right. it's kind of weird. Exactly. <laughs> so what, what brought you to what brought you to South Point? How'd you end up in South Point? Actually, my aunt lived here, graduated uh, from Eastern University, Christian College in Pennsylvania, with a bachelor's in social work there. And I just kind of wanted to switch it up. I actually came for a visit, and it ended up being, you know, I kind of fell in love with the church and just never left. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and it was a little bit of time before you actually got involved in ministry. So let's fill that gap with you, you now have a family. Correct. Uh, let, let, me, let me back up a little bit, too. Uh, Beep. Yeah. Beep. <laughs> Beep. Wow, we got sound effects now. <laughs> Uh, new room, new sound effects. Right. Dee ha has really, truly become part of my family. If you look at the, the pictures on the wall here at the church of me and my family, you know, Dee and her husband and children are part of our family. We, we, we consider her our daughter. Her kids are my grandkids. And so it really has turned into, over the 20 years that uh, that she's been part of the church, it really has turned into a family unit. And uh, we, we you know, they're included in everything that we do, our lunches that we do, sometimes trips that we take, and, and she's always with us. And uh, and, and I'm so thankful for that. And uh, it's just kind of cool that really Vicky, if Vicky had not have been that way, who knows? <laughs> I mean, maybe it wouldn't have turned out that way, right? right? But I'm glad she did. So tell us uh, about about your family. Tell us how you met your husband and how long you've been married and all those kind of things. Wow, we're getting pretty personal here. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> well, wait a minute, are we allowed to? I know that you are you are involved in social work, right? So you're not, right. so, are, I mean, don't say anything you're not supposed to say. I don't say anything I'm not okay. supposed to say. And I don't want to put that out there because I don't want uh, solicitations. Keep those to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, I met Dane online. Shocker, right? <laughs> um, 
And yeah, we just talked and kind of for a while, and then we actually met in person. Had my friend kind of hanging out in the background to make sure, you know, he wasn't a little psycho there. <laughs> wasn't a creeper. <laughs> smart, smart. <laughs> and yeah, we just kind of talked and just pretty much the rest is history. I mean, we, wow, we were engaged in what, not even a year, no. even though mom was like, whoa, we need to wait a year here. <laughs> she was checking, making sure I was good, but, you know, and he met the family. And of course, mom had to do a full interview, make sure he was good. And uh, Some things never change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got married in, in September, and then we found out we were pregnant with Destin in November, even though I was on birth control. Wow. Mm-hmm. A lot of information there. Yeah. Miracle yeah. Hey, yeah. My, mom, my mom was on birth control, and I came along. Yeah. So. Right. Hence the name Destin, right? Destin <laughs> to be, because she's here. Um, and then, of course, we waited some time in between time to have Darren. And so we just, again, like Pop said, Pop, which is BT. That's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been included in all the family affairs there, and we really enjoy being a part. Um, because, again, my family is not from here, so we just rely on them for a great deal. Yeah. She's like, Dame, listen, wherever we go, she will find us. Yeah. We just got to give in. <laughs> we might as well we just, just stay here. There's nothing we can do. So uh, some time elapsed, um, and then you felt the call to uh, a particular ministry. Um, we, we call it dance or, or uh, interpretive dance. You call it beyond words. Right. Tell us, tell us what that is, and, and kind of how that came about. Yeah, I don't actually. I don't even know if you know this, but actually, when I was in Philadelphia, um, I attended a United Methodist Church there, mm-hmm. and I actually. Um, kind of started their their dance ministry. I did not know that. Which was uh, mime, mm-hmm. right? So I do um, mime on occasion. But, yeah, this just been kind of rooted in me. And once I got here, it was just one something that I, you know, felt called to do here as well. Um, and then kind of just linked up with some people, mm-hmm. you know, whenever the opportunity presented itself. And just to, um, you know, make sure that I was still fulfilling the calling that God had placed on my life. Mm-hmm. To, to the person that may not know what that is, can, just in your own words, just what is this, this ministry that we call Beyond Words, this dance ministry, what is it? Well, pretty much what you said, but interpretive dance, right? So um, for me, it's more or less, you know, hearing from God, hearing from the Spirit of God to, um, hmm, to reach out to individuals to get across a message, right? That's not normally seen. It's not, it's no words behind it. You know, we may do some visual effects with some signs or what people like to call it here is quote unquote drama. You know, you put um, kind of acting together with it. But for me, it's all about hearing from the spirit of God. You know, those, if I'm dancing by myself, it's more of a, a movement. It's nothing that's put together. So when I dance, it's pretty much free flow, off the spirit of God, I may have, you know, put some of it together, but for the most part, when I get up there, it's straight from the Holy Spirit. One of the things that I always think about when um, when it comes to, as people call drama, interpretive dance, all of that type of stuff, is uh, prophets in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. That's how they shared their message from God um, via, you know, dressing a certain way or, or eating certain foods or doing certain ways and and then Jesus comes forth and he um, uses parables 
you know, just it's storytelling in a right. different way from just speaking words. Right. And it's storytelling through music and through actions and through emotions. And it's it's ways that I feel like reaches, it's, it's non-generational right. because... A, a, a small kid can watch her and, and and know what she's doing versus an old person too. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, not, not only that, but and I don't know how to how how to say it other than like cross generational. I mean, the, the an older person, younger person, yes, but then even uh, say a person that's saved mm-hmm. versus a person that's not. Yeah. I mean, there there that particular ministry can really jump across all of those uh, those walls, if you will, and 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 make an impact on somebody. Mm-hmm. Whereas they're like, you know, well, I don't want to hear the preacher or I don't like the singing or I don't, you know, when you, when you do an interpretive dance like that and, and it really does jump across the generational line as well as the spiritual line of whether that person is a, a believer or a non-believer. And um, I think it's a great opportunity for, for anybody to be able to express uh, a, a spiritual message, what, whatever that is. Um, and, and the, for and me, the it's never too. a performance either. Like a performance, it is never a performance, right? right? There's right. an audience of one, right, which is God. But for me, it's never an act, right? There's some acting going along with it, but it's never a performance because I didn't come here to perform for anyone. You know, yes, there is an audience. Yes, there is a congregation. But there's, it's never a performance because right. it is a ministry, you know, of God. Yeah. I was just going to say the the name I don't think could be any more perfect because where words fail, that emotion needs no explanation. And, and yeah. it's recognizable across the board to any anybody, anywhere, <laughs> and everywhere. Yeah. And so I just think that's that's perfect. It's yeah. very poetic. And Absolutely. Um, I, I know sometimes you, you are solo, but, but then there are times that you do have a crew around you. Uh, how does that happen? It, say someone's listening, maybe f- that attends Tri-State Worship Center, and, and they're wanting to know how they could get involved in that with you. What What do you say? Reach out to me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm here at the church. Of course, my number's out there on the poster for Glow Girls. You can find it there. <laughs> send me a text, or you can send me an email, uh, DemetraRussell2014 at gmail.com. Not that you're going to know how to spell that, but if you need it later, I can give it to you. We'll put it in the description <laughs> right. yeah, on this episode. Good. Yeah, let's do that. Um, and so that, that ministry developed, and, and we're, we are thankful that, that the Lord brought you here and that, and that he birthed that in you. And, and not just for here at the church, but I know you've done several things outside of the church. Uh, most recently, I was at the... Uh, Juneteenth celebration at the Highlands Museum, and, and you did a, 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 an interpretive thing there. It was powerful. Um, time progressed, and then uh, an opportunity came. We have a ministry here at the at Tri-State Worship Center called GLOW, and it's a, it's a girls' ministry. We, we started with Royal Rangers, which is kind of like a spiritual Boy Scouts, if you will. And, and then we said, okay, now let's, let's do the same thing. What about the ladies? For the ladies. Um <laughs> And so we, we have a ministry called Glow Girls. And so Dee is not only over our Beyond Words ministry, which is, you know, the dance ministry, but she is also the director of our Glow Girls ministry. And so, uh, Dee, if you, if you can, just talk a minute about what is Glow Girls and then maybe talk about how you got involved in it. Well, I mean, pretty much like you said, as far as the voice is concerned, it's pretty much, I'd like to say Christian Girl Scouts, so to speak, if you want to put the air quotes on go. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But it's just basically, you know, girls K through eighth grade, and we kind of hang out. We do some camping. We do, um, you know, some biblical lessons there, make it relatable to their lives. Um, you know, it's just an all-around good time, you yeah. know, pretty much. And every I know other you sp- Thursday. I know you spend some time doing life skills kind of things, right. cooking. Cooking, and, sewing, right. crocheting with Candace. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a TV show. That it does. Crocheting, crocheting with, with Candace. Candace. That's going to be that's <laughs> season seven. Yeah. Biscuits with Holly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to have to have a pecan pie night with PT coming up soon. <laughs> or bologna sandwich. Mm, I'm getting hungry now. Um, and, and so it, it, it tell us when it meets. I interrupted you when you were getting ready to do that. What night do they meet? Every other Thursday at 6 p.m. Okay. And, and probably the best way to figure out which Thursday night is the website, I guess, tswc.org. There's a calendar there. Or isn't there a, there's a GLOW Facebook page, right? Correct. And, and is it just GLOW or is it TSWC GLOW? Or I um, should know this. Glow I'm Girls. the pastor. Yeah. But, it's GLOW yeah. Girls. Um, but it actually is a private page, so you just have to request, send a okay. request, and I can... Well, when they it. so they can't see the information, they can't see like if you're having a meeting and it's posted on there, they wouldn't. Right. Okay, just send a send some send a request for info, and we'll <laughs> we'll get it to you. Does glow stand for something? Did we already say that? We haven't said it, but yes, it does. Yes, God's light in our world. Thank you, Dee, okay. because I was trying to remember. <laughs> I knew it was God something, so but I could. Is this something like Royal Rangers? That's like a. Uh, that other people do, or is this something we just created for the girls here, like at our church? Right. Well, it's kind of, for the most part, yes. To okay. answer your short story, short answer, yes. Um, but it's also kind of a, I forget what the actual wording of it is, um, but for the most part, short story, short answer, yes. So like other, there's other Royal Ranger posts, but right. we don't know that there's other no. globe. No. Right. It's kind of more of a girls, I forget what the actual term is, but it's girls something. And um, so the name was actually created for. Yeah, I know when we first started talking about it um, and we had someone else that was in in charge of it, we we actually used another organization girls club thing. Yeah, that's exactly what it's called. Girls club. Club. Is it called girls club thing? (laughs) <laughs> Actually, I think it was Girls Club Thang. Thang. Uh, With a snap. Yeah, and a, and a little dip of the head there. Uh, but it just, I, I felt, I, if I remember correctly, at least the conversation that was going on at the time, it didn't really just fit what we wanted. And so we did. We, we kind of just backed up and just kind of recreated and, and came up with, with something that we felt like fit us better, fit our DNA better. Right. And these, and, uh, how long have you been over that? Mm. I think it'll be a year soon. It's getting yeah. there. I, I was going to say a year, but yeah, um, it's it's getting there. And you have some adult helpers with you, right? right. That, that kind always of, looking for help, though. Yeah, I was going to say if if somebody out there looking to help be involved in, in shameless plug. <laughs> no, no, it's a good plug. It's People, a good one. We need your help. help. <laughs> um, so um, tell me what you think. Um, what can the local church, if 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 time and money are not issues, what what can the local church do to help both the ministries, both the Beyond Words as well as the Glow Girls? What how can the local church help help you continue those things? Well, I mean, just like we just said, you know, as far as people is concerned, I think you know, I think we've been hearing this over over and over, right? We always hear it, 
the the work is great, but the laborers are yeah. few. Yeah. You know, there's a great work to do, but there's not very many laborers to do it. And yeah. so, um, I think that would present as a challenge. You know, as far as any leader in any position, you know, if you don't have the the laborers to do the work that you need to do, it makes it tough, and it can be discouraging at times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you feel led to assist. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> and and that may you may have just answered my next question, which was, you know, what do you feel is the biggest hindrance? And I'm I'm gonna assume yeah. it's the laborer part. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's really I mean it's it's just like it's it's called the Pareto principle in business, but it applies to churches and that is twenty percent of the people do eighty percent of the work. Right. And twenty percent of the people give eighty percent of the money. And and that's just wrong. I mean it's just really wrong. It's not equal giving of time, talent, testimony, and treasure. It's equal sacrifice. You know, we have people that can give $100 a week, but we got other people that that can only give $5 a week. So it's not about the equal giving. It's about equal sacrifice. And and even down into, you know, the time. I mean, I'm sure if we polled the entire audience and said, do you believe in Glow Girls ministry? I I believe 100%. 100%. Yes, we all believe in it. But if then if you go back through and say, <laughs> are you willing to help Who with it? Who wants to volunteer? Right. <laughs> it's like the guy, and I, I won't get this story right, I'm sure, but the guy who uh, would walk the tight wire across the Niagara Falls, and he walked across three or four or five times, and then he said, um, you know, I'm going to walk across and put somebody in a wheelbarrow across. Does anybody believe I can do that? And, of course, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, well, who wants to get in? <laughs> well, nobody. nobody, <laughs> nobody okay. And so I think, I think maybe it's a common issue with all churches, and that is just laborers. Right. That verse that you quoted, you know, it says that the, the harvest is ripe. The harvest is ready. Matter of fact, I did a, a message on this a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's all good. The problem is not the harvest. The problem is there's not enough people to go out and, and work the harvest. Right. And that even comes down to whether it's Glow Girls, Royal Rangers, uh, Beyond Words, uh, and several of the other ministries that not just here at Tri-State Worship Center, but but any church in this area around the globe, that it takes people to get those things done. And as much as I, I feel like I know your heart is is to you know really just bust that and right. really get on it. You can't do it by yourself, right. you know. And, and again, as a lead pastor, I I feel the same way. I mean, there's so many things that you feel like oh, we want to do this, we want to accomplish that, but you, you got to have people to do it. And so, if you're listening to this podcast, and specifically if you're part of Tri-State Worship Center, uh, the goal. The goal was not for us to get saved and just set on our southern hemisphere. You know, the goal is to get saved and get involved in the ministry somewhere, whatever it is. And, you know, people say, well, you know, I don't really have any special gifts. I don't have anything. I can. No, everybody can do something. Everybody can. And so uh, I think that, that it would be awesome if this would generate some interest for people to get involved in, in Glow Girls because I think it's an important ministry I mean, our our kids are being bombarded, bombarded by everything else, whether it's school, media, friends, whatever it is. And what they really need is some good foundational truth in their life, which is really all we're trying to do is to bring truth into their life. Yeah, teach them some life skills. They need that. 
Well, that's the thing, you know, there's, there are so many people that will complain about that. Well, here's, here's your opportunity to do something yeah, about it. Right. Absolutely. To be that positive influence versus everything else that they're getting on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, you said I mean, people say that they don't have gifts or whatever. I mean, one of the things with, with journey or youth ministry is several times when we've talked about people becoming youth leaders, they're like, well, what does that require of me? Or what do you need me to do? Yeah. Like build relationships with, like, with the kids. Right. Like, that's it. Like, I don't need you to know the Bible frontwards and backwards. I don't need you to be a singer, play guitar. I don't need you. I need you to go in there and build relationships to these kids because mm-hmm. at some point, they're not going to want to text Pastor Ryan. They're not going to text me, but they're going to look to you for comfort, for guidance, for wisdom. You know, take them out to eat, go do something with them. And and that's the same with Glow Girls and, right. and Rangers, you know. Sometimes just being a body, a supporting figure, because some of them don't have the mothers and the fathers that they should. Um, And so just being that support system for the kids to know that they have a safe haven within the church, that's just important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I don't, I don't, this might, I don't know if this will backfire on me or not, but to kind of just emphasize the point that Holly made, I know Irene Wentz comes on Thursday nights and helps you. I don't know what Irene does, okay? She helps in the kitchen. Well, I, I, I was going to ask. Right. I mean, because of your comment about you don't have to be a Bible scholar. and, and I mean, some people are just needed to help prepare whatever the snack's going to be that right. night. And Irene is, is one of those people. I, I mean, I know Irene's in her 80s. And, man, that, that woman just is not afraid to sacrifice and do whatever it takes. Right. And I've been, uh, this is, I don't really mean to get down the rabbit trail, but here I go. Um, <laughs> to, uh, Nicar- to Nicaragua. To Nicaragua. <laughs> We're going to, let's Packing go to Nicaragua, beans. everybody. Um, and and uh, Irene's been there with us a couple times. And she just, she puts me to shame mm-hmm. as far as, I mean, she's just a worker. She's just going to go for it. And it's not because somebody's going to step back and mention her name on a podcast. It's not because someone's going to stand in the pulpit and say, hey, look how great Irene Wentz is, even though I've just done that. (laughs) Um, But she does it because she loves those girls, and she just wants to find something that she can do in the church. And, And, you know, how awesome it is to just see that out of her, but how much more awesome I was going to say awesomer. I'm more awesome. You said more happier yesterday. I did. I did say <laughs> that. I was, like, did he just I was listening. Say that? I was listening to myself. I thought, like, you big gut loot. What are you doing? More happier. <laughs> you know, one of the things I remember you saying when we were talking about, you know, as far as laborers, right? If if you would just go to someone and ask, um, you know, will they help you? Now I have, and uh, she looked at me. <laughs> I have asked, so um, maybe, you know, if I haven't asked you, it's just not presented to me, right? I don't know specifically. I don't know everybody at the church, right? Just because I'm associated with the pastor. Yes, he's my pop. Yes, Vicky's my mom. But, uh, you know, we don't really sit around and talk about everybody at the church. You know, when we're eating, we're eating. You know what I mean? You hear so, that? We don't talk about We don't talk you. about people. So, you know. Normally. You, <laughs> normally we don't. If you feel led seek me out you know yeah. if you feel like this is something you want to assist with i'm sure i can find something for you to do believe me i mean there's something to do <laughs> part part of uh we're doing a thing uh and and other church leaders that are listening to this you you probably do the same thing we're, we're starting this thing called growth track it's a four-week uh series of of classes that i'm teaching 
to do exactly what you you just kind of touched on, and that is, it, why are, why are you sitting around waiting for someone to come and ask you to do something? You're you're part of a ministry here, Tri-State Worship Center, or whatever church that you're, you're connected to. If you're listening, you're part of a ministry. It, it's your kind of your responsibility if you are part of that min- of the ministry to to shoulder some of the load and. You know, it's not just about coming and sitting through a service and singing three songs and hearing a message and going home. It's about being part of the the DNA of the church to be part of the ministries that are are happening. I mean, we here at Tri State Worship Center, and and you guys are my witness. We don't normally really focus that much on our church, but I'm I'm getting ready to do it right now. <laughs> um, Hold on, everybody. You know, we, you know, we have shoebox ministry. We have a homeless ministry. Uh, we have the Glow Girls, we have the Royal Rangers, we have youth ministry, we have middle school ministry, we have a men's Bible study. Young adults. Young adults. Young ad- I mean, you guys can just fill in all those blanks that, that my 64-year-old brain is, is not remembering. Medi- we have a media ministry. Media ministry. <laughs> nursery. Nursery. <laughs> uh, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But but a lot Greeters. of... Greeters. What is it? Greeting. Greeters. Greeters yeah. ministry. Yeah. Uh, our goal is to to make every person that walks in the door feel so at home and welcomed, but it takes people to do that. Yeah. And and in the world that we live in, what we want to do is we want to throw money at the problem, mm-hmm. right? Hey, can you help me do this? Well, how you know? Here's twenty bucks to hire somebody to help you. Do. We we just need people. We just need people to help us in in those areas, and um, and I believe it's a calling. That, that every attender of any church should answer, and that is, what can I do? I mean, I don't care if it's stacking chairs. Stack chairs to the glory of God, you know, if it's setting tables up. Where was it that somewhere, maybe it was a God Factor event or something, that somebody mentioned there was an actual ministry of chairs. Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, it was uh, Scotty and, and you Smith. perked up. You yeah. were like, oh. <laughs> it was Scotty Smith. When oh, they, when they moved to South Carolina, they were trying to find a church, and they they found a church that had ministry of chairs, and that was just people that set <laughs> chairs up. And he knew my fixation on making sure our chairs were always in line, and so he wanted me to know about it. Great, send me somebody that cares about the chairs, yeah. right? Uh, janitorial, well, whatever it is. And and so I I didn't want to really get too far away from D and dance and glow, but but the but you really you really hit on it, D, and that is we just we need people. We cannot do this. With just three or four people, it, it takes a crew of people to accomplish it. Every Sunday in in our media ministry, which some people would just say the sound booth, but you know we have we have sound going on. We have uh, uh, images being displayed on our on our yeah, screens. Slides, yeah. We have uh, Facebook Live going on. We got camera people that are. We say camera people. We we do our Facebook Live with iPhones. So I, I, iPhone people <laughs> that are that are working, yeah. the, and it takes people to do that, and uh, it takes people to to minister to to our young ladies. And they're, like I said, they're bombarded with all this other stuff, and we're just trying to make a difference for the kingdom in, in touching the lives of some of these young ladies to to give them some truth and give them the gospel. Give them some self-esteem. Give you know, give them some things that that will make them feel good about themselves. And and we need people to help us to do that. And so, if you do have an interest in that, I mean, D or as she said, we should Demetria. Demetria. I don't know that I've ever I don't called think you I've that. I've ever called her that either. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> it's too hard. 
You know, exactly. That's, that's where D, that's where D <laughs> came from. It's just easier to remember. Well, it's the same thing with you know Pastor Terry Wagner, but everybody just calls me PT. PT. Yeah. You know, it's just easier. It's easier. <laughs> so, um, what what do you see? It'll be my kind of my last question. I'm sure Holly's got a thousand more. Oh but, no. Um, where do you see this going, D? And what's what's the five year plan of, of Glow Girls? Where do, where do you see it heading? I mean, just. Or maybe I should ask you, what what's your dream? What's your vision uh, for, for that ministry? She's like, I'm just trying to make it through next week. <laughs> Come yeah, on I, I just need more people. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, of course, you know, one of the main goals of any kind of ministry would be, you know, to touch the lives of others, right? Just mm-hmm. based on um, my obedience to, um, you know, to, do, to be the leader, so mm-hmm. to speak, um, but yeah, just to touch the lives of, of the girls, just to make some kind of impact, you know what I mean, that they could take back to their school, you know, take back to their house in yeah. the event that, you know, their family isn't saved. Um, and just those those core, you know, values as yeah. far as, you know, Bible, life skills, all those things. Um, I think one of the one of the goals, I would guess we would say, would maybe to um at some point at high schoolers, right? So that way um, it doesn't stop at eighth grade, but we can also include those high schoolers mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. But again, we need to label. Yes, <laughs> we got to have the and people. That's the one she asked me about. I think that's why she brought it up because <laughs> I never answered. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hurt too bad. Because honestly, I'll, let's just we'll get into it. The only reason I didn't answer is because I said I thought to myself, I just need to get through VBS. And then I just forgot to answer mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot because, you know, I mean. <laughs> now here we are airing it on the podcast. Airing it on the podcast. We That's still love each other. Our dirty laundry out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, you know, studying for my MSW, so yeah. I do got a lot of things going on. Um, but, you know, again, it is what it is. And once it gets to the point that um, we can do that, we will. But no here, pressure. Here's, the, here's, again, and I don't, I don't know why we're hammering on this, but, you know, <laughs> ho- Holly – Obviously, would be a great candidate to join up for the older high right. school age. But it, but Holly else. does everything, right. Right. right? I mean, uh, well, not everything, but she does a lot. She, <laughs> she does, does a lot of stuff. She's <laughs> <laughs> a juggler. Yeah, I, I was good. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I was thinking about the last podcast. <laughs> Well, Holly, you've been through the change, haven't you? Um, that was so weird. I was listening to it today, and I was like, I totally forgot he said that. Yeah, and that, when I listened to it, I thought, should I cut that out? And no, then, it's PT at his <laughs> finest. Mm. Uh, but, you know, and, and D, I, I'm not discouraging, obviously, that connection. I think it would be a great connection, not just for the ministry part, but you you two are sisters, and, right. and I mean, you know each other. And, but... Why isn't there someone that can yeah, step up and say, What an opportunity for you know, somebody. Hey, I really believe that these high school girls need what you're doing, and, right. and I want to be the person to do that. And it just, it, it really is something that the church just, um, it's not just recently. I mean, er, ever since I've been in church, it's been an issue of right. just getting people to get involved. I think people think about it too much, maybe. I don't know. Like, they feel like they have to look a certain right, way, act yeah, a certain yeah. way, know a certain thing. And like, especially with like, and I, I go back to journey just cause that's my experience, but like Shannon and Steven, mm-hmm. both of them are like, 
I don't want anything to do with teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even like my own. They, they have teenagers. They're like, I don't even like my own teenagers. But they got in there and, you know, and they realized, I, you know, I just have to love on these kids right. yeah. and, um, you know, talk things through with them. And, and I mean, it doesn't, I think people just overthink it. I think the enemy gets in their ears and says, you don't have anything mm-hmm. to offer. Right. You're, you're not perfect. You have failures. You're this. Why would anybody want to listen to you? Right. And as long as the enemy can keep you stagnant and not moving and not doing anything, then he's won. Right. And and then we get into the circle of, okay, you have this 20%, and then they're running around like yeah. rabbits trying to do everything. Yeah. And then they get burned out. Right. And it's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. And that's that's the unfortunate part of it in, in church work uh, down through the years is that those 20%, they do... They do get to a point, and, and we can talk about burnout some other time because I have some different views about that. But, but they get to a point where they need a break. Yeah, yeah. And and we just we just need people to step up. So, D, I'm glad we were able to talk about Beyond Words. I'm glad we were able to talk about Glow Girls. But I thank you for bringing up the fact that there's this void yeah. in churches, not just Tri-State Worship Center. I, I feel like that we have a wonderful church. We have a loving church. We have a church that is a family, a church that has a lot of ministry going on. But we're a church just like every other church that constantly is looking for people to step up and say, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. And as the pastor, uh, it's, it's crucial for me because I sit down at my desk almost every day and there's a flow chart there and, and of all the different things that we're involved in. And there's so many blanks. Mm-hmm of people that we don't have that are in charge of things that we need. So VBS is always so successful. And one of the reasons that it's so successful is because you have all of these people, people coming in the kitchen and, and just doing crap. I mean, they're everywhere. Cause and you say, who wants to be involved in VBS? And we're looking at a room full of people. Um, but it's always, it's only one time a year, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not a every week yes. or every yeah. other week. Kind and of they're thing. like, I just love this. I love when we do stuff like this, but then they don't want to do it again yeah. until it rolls, until it rolls around again. Like you can have a VBS type experience every other Thursday. In any ministry. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. but it's just, it's time, yeah. you know, time is money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me, uh, we, we gotta, we gotta wrap this up. We're, we're nearing our 40 minute mark that we try to set as a target to, uh, to end things. So, so let me say this to, to those of you that are uh, Tri-State Worship Center peeps that are involved. Thank you so much. <laughs> We're not talking about you. You're you're already involved and you're doing. But if you're a part of of our church or part of any church, and and you have not found that place of ministry yet, let me encourage you to seek someone out. You know, even if that means seeking the pastor out and ask your pastor, say, what can I do? What can I be involved in? If you're here at Tri-State Worship Center, find D. uh, Russell. Find Demetria Russell. Um, Please and, don't walk up to me and call me Demetria. I'm going to be looking around like, who's, yeah, who are they talking ask, to? Don't ask anybody else where she's at by Demetria because they will right. not know. They don't know who's Demetria. I didn't know we had one of those. Uh, but but seek somebody out and get involved because n- not only are you needed, but it is so rewarding, right. mm-hmm. so rewarding when you can put your your part into the kingdom. And, and let God use that and, and just and see what he does. I, I'm, I, I'm 64, been in ministry for 45 years, full-time for 32 years. I know, I know. Hang on. And, and there are and young... If he lives till next September. Yeah, if I live till next September, I'll be 65. Um, <laughs> but there are, there are some, peop- some kids 
that were in the youth group when I was a youth pastor in, in the early 80s, mid 80s, that I still am in touch with today, that it is so rewarding to hear them say some of the things that they say. And I, just recently, uh, I'll give a shout out. Tim Minks is a pastor of a church in Terre Haute, Indiana. He was in our youth group. And, uh, and he put something on his Facebook, and I responded to it. And his, his remembrance, his recollection was something that happened in the youth group when we were there together. And so just to be part of something and know that you're making an impact in the kingdom, that you're touching someone's life, and that you're making a difference, uh, it's worth it. It's worth the sacrifice. It's worth the time. Uh, and so I encourage you, seek somebody out. Find a pastor. Find someone over a ministry. Ask them what you can do. D, thank you for so much for just sitting and hanging out with us in our new studio. Uh, Looks with, nice. With our, <laughs> with our new equipment. And, uh, and, and we appreciate what you do here at Tri-State Worship Center. And uh, you, you are my daughter, and I, and I appreciate and love you. And Holly, thank you for hanging out with us. You, uh, you had to hurry to get here, and we had to wait on you, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Thanks. And uh, Tyler, the magician, what can I say? I don't know. Whatever you do, I can cut it out. So, yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> so if it's good, we'll leave it. If it's bad, I'll take it out. Well, it's all been said. All right. We're going to get out of here. We appreciate you listening uh, to the Just Sam podcast. Join us again in our next episode. Until then, we'll see you.